In these challenging times, people are desperately searching for peace. However, this relentless chase has left many feeling confused, frustrated, and hopeless. If you're tired of the merry-go-round and you long for some peace in your life, then you're in the right place. Hi everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello, and I'm here to show you how placing your trust in God and developing a deeper, more personal relationship with Him through His Son, Jesus, can heal your heart and transform your life. How do I know? Because He did it for me. On the Elevate the Day weekly podcast, available each Wednesday, I'll be sharing my everyday life experiences and the lessons that God is showing me. It's my hope that you'll come to believe that God loves you and He has a great plan for your life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of the Elevate the Day podcast. My name is Jennifer Cavello, and I'm your host for this weekly show that I hope will provide information and inspiration to help you start or deepen your relationship with God through His Son, Jesus. I am super excited to have a guest on my show today, the one and only Reverend Karen Salisbury. Karen has been in ministry for over 30 years and a writer for over 40 years. She and her first husband, Brent, traveled as itinerant ministers and also pioneered two churches in the Northwest. In 1997, upon Brent's unexpected death, she became the senior pastor of their church in Boise, Idaho. Karen was an instructor at Rama Bible Training College in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and married businessman Bob Salisbury. Today, Karen travels across the U.S. and overseas, sharing what she has learned about the faithfulness of God through good times and bad. Her teachings and writings have influenced the lives of hundreds of thousands of people all over the world. Her humor, her never-give-up attitude, her love for God, and her strong stand on His Word will bless and inspire you. And I can say that her latest book, Closer Than You Ever Imagined, is a must-read for anyone who wants to deepen their relationship with God. It's amazing. Welcome to the show, Karen. Thanks, Jennifer. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy that you're here today, and I know that you are going to share some wonderful words for our listeners today to help them grow their relationship with God. So I'm very grateful to you to take out for taking out the time today to speak with me. Oh, it's absolutely my pleasure. So let's dive in because I am certain that our listeners are going to be all ears today. So let's start out with um, a simple question. Why is studying the Bible so important for people to do? Gosh, you know, uh, because it's God talking to us. You know, we call it one of the words for the Bible is God's word, right? It's him talking to us. How else do you get to know somebody unless you hear them speak, unless you talk with them and spend time with them? That's the way we can do that. God's put all of his words for the, that he wants us to know between two covers for us to own and have and carry around and read and meditate. And when we do that, when we spend time reading his word, thinking on it, we learn more about him, how he thinks, how he's going to react in a given situation in our life. You know, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And so it's just so important to spend time in it. Not even, you know, sometimes when you say study the Bible, a lot of people just 
throw up their hands and go, you know, I'm not in school anymore. I'm not a studier. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not scholarly. I don't want to study, but it really, it's more reading it. It's more, you know, obviously studying it is important, but every Christian needs to spend time every day listening to God through his word. Mm. You know, the, I love what you said about it's a conversation. Um, it's getting to know who God is. Right. And, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, the Bible is this 2000 year old book that has no applicability for today. And I can tell you that in my own, you know, reading over the last several years, I find that it is even more applicable today than maybe even it was 2,000 years ago, <laughs> um, because there is just so much craziness going on. Um, you know, and, and I think that speaks to the point that, you know, his word is alive. Every day it changes. Exactly. It's not an old book. It's not even a history book, although it contains history. It's, it's God talking to us. So it's, it's where all of your answers are. You know, and so if you have questions about life, don't go to Google, don't go to your friends, don't go. You know, we search so many places for answers when really I wish every Christian knew that their answers are in the Bible. Mm. You know, every day life. Exactly, exactly. And I think that, um, you know, the reason I said it changes every day, God's word doesn't change, but it impacts us differently depending on the stage of life we're at and, and the, the answers that we're, we're seeking. Yeah, every time you read it, right? I mean, you can read a certain verse a hundred times, and on that hundred and first time that you read it, mm-hmm. on that day, going through what you're going through right then, you go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I've never read this verse before, even though you know you have. Because like you said, it's alive. So it's it doesn't matter how many times you read it, every time you read it, faith comes. Every time you read it, it's got something for you. You know, absolutely. And, you know, last year, I think it was last year, I read the Bible chronologically. Ah. And I said, you know, I really just want to follow the the sequential line of things um, because I'm attending Bible college, as you know. And, um, you know, when I was in the class, uh, the pastor of my church who teaches the, the class would you know, refer to these different events. And I'm like, I, I need to see the the line, the historical yeah, line. Right. And let me tell you that that really switched things up for me. Um, you know, so it was interesting to read it again in that pattern. But, you know, for the first time Bible reader, they don't need to start, you know, Genesis 1-1. Right. You know, I actually started in the Gospel of John um, because it tells a nice story of Jesus's life. But, That's a great place to start. You know, I was going to ask, like, what would be your recommendation for the person out there who's, you know, looking at this book saying, uh, where do I go? <laughs> right. And I know people who've just picked it up and tried to start reading and it was something that didn't apply to them right there. So they got discouraged. First of all, I think a Bible reading plan is just important. You know, and there are a million of them out there. Get a plan where it shows you what to read each day. It kind of helps keep you on a track. And a lot of them, like you said, do start with the book of John. It's a great place to start because, of course, it introduces us to Jesus and tells us his plan, you know, for us. And so, yeah, I think if you get a Bible reading plan, it helps on the days when it's wonderful and revelationary and you feel wonderful after reading it. That's good. But especially for the days when you don't, 
it mm-hmm. keeps you on a track, which is vitally important. Absolutely. And I have found too for myself that having a devotional along with, you know, my, my Bible reading yes. is helpful as well because the devotional translates, if you will, the, the word of the day and yes. gives some really great scriptures to support it. The one I, I love is called Jesus Calling, but there's a bazillion of them out there. And, you know, it it really gets me thinking about my day, gets me thinking a little bit more about who God is and all that he has done for us. Um, and And it sets the tone for the day, but it sets the tone for my prayer time with him right. that morning as well, which which goes to my, my next question. Why is spending time with God in prayer so important? You know, prayer is not a ooky, spooky, scary thing. It's a conversation. And, and you have to remember, too, in a conversation, a really good conversation is one where I talk and you listen, then you talk and I listen. Because we've all been in conversations where another person does all the talking or you do all the talking, trying to get them to talk to you and they won't. A really good conversation is both sides, you know, speaking and then listening and speaking and listening. And it's the same with God. And so prayer with God is how you hear from him, but it's also how you pour your heart out to him. Don't don't let your prayer time be all you talking because you already know what you know. <laughs> do some right. listening because that's really what we need is, you know, we need to tap into the wisdom of the ages and hear from God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, prayer is vital because it's how you get to know God. It's how you communicate with him. And isn't it wonderful that the creator of the universe mm-hmm. wants to spend time with us, wants to be known by us, wants to talk to us. I just think that's so awesome. I know I, that kind of blows my mind sometimes when I think about it, that, you know, of the bazillion people on the planet. And, you know, the one or two things that God has to do every day. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine his to-do list is just a little bit longer than, than mine and, and yours. Um, yeah. But, you know, I get a, I hear a lot um, of uh, folks talking that are relatively new to prayer and reading the Bible how do you know if it's God talking or you talking or, you know, something else talking? And I think that's why it's so important to combine reading the Bible and prayer, because you will know if it's God talking or not, because you're familiar with his word and what he would say. What, What are your thoughts on that? Now, I like to use this analogy of I once heard that the U.S. Treasury Department trains its agents to recognize a counterfeit bill by having them handle the real bills. They spend hours and hours and hours, you know, looking at it under a microscope, looking at it with their eyes, holding it, feeling it, touching it, smelling it so that they totally recognize a real bill and instantly would recognize a counterfeit bill. Mm-hmm. And I love to apply that analogy to the Bible. What if we got so familiar with the word of God and the way God thinks and the way he talks and the way he acts in certain situations by reading his word that we would recognize a counterfeit immediately? And I just think the only way to do that, of course, is to spend time reading it, thinking on it, studying it, whatever. And, you know, I just think that's vitally important to hearing the voice of God because it. It says, 
Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Too many of us are saying, I can't hear from God. And I always tell them, stop saying that because the Bible says you can start saying, I am a sheep. I do hear his voice and I do follow him. And he wants to be heard by us, which is such a blessing. And that's what his word is for. Well, and, and I think it's amazing that he will go to any lengths to make sure that we hear from him. So he's not hiding He's right. not like, you know, hide and seek kind of God, <laughs> Right. you know, oh, you know, and playing tricks and games with us. He's probably seeking us more than we're seeking him, but we're, we're missing it because we're all running around like, you know, Looney Tunes down here sometimes. And, and I, I speak about this in my book about, um, uh, you know, a clear time that when I knew that it was not God speaking to me. And it was when I was about to contact a pastor, uh, my, my, well, my now pastor, about a Bible college class. And I heard a, a very stern and not so nice voice tell me, don't you dare call him. And I thought, whoa, you know, and it gave me pause. And I didn't know a lot at that point. But I knew enough about God to know that he would never, ever speak like that. And yeah. so I immediately called, you know, the pastor of the church. And, and here I am, you know, years later in his class. So I think that it's important to, like you were saying, know what's not God's voice, know who he is. And then that way you'll know that, um, you know, when you do hear from him, it really is him. And sometimes it is stepping out in faith. You know, sometimes oh, you're not 100% sure. <laughs> every time, you know, that's just it. It's, it, it's going to require faith our whole lives. Where You never arrive to where you just know all the time. <laughs> Everything is a step of faith. But I love what you said about that because, you know, by reading his word is where you get to know his nature. Mm. And when you know his nature, that, that if he tells you to do something, it's only for your good. And you know his nature, how much he loves you. Mm-hmm. Then you hear a voice like you said you heard and you go, oh, no, that's not the nature of my God. I always tell people, if anything that you think you heard makes you feel bad, makes you feel condemned, makes you feel angry, hurt, any of those things, guess what? It's not God. Even when he corrects us you feel better. <laughs> you know, thank you for spanking me, God. I was going the wrong direction, you know, and, and you know that by spending time in his word and hearing his voice, his nature and how he reacts to things so that you, you can tell, no, no, that voice made me feel bad. So that's not God talking to me. Exactly. And, and I love that you said that, you know, sometimes we do need that, that smack upside the head, but <laughs> for him, it, you know, it's a gentle tap. And, and I remember hearing, um, you know, way back when Joyce Meyer saying that, um, you know, she welcomed God's correction. Yes. And early on in my walk, I was like, what is wrong with her? Why would you want to be correct? <laughs> you know, the, the Bible says that, first of all, it says in Hebrews, nobody enjoys correction at the moment. But when you, but if you're going the wrong way, wouldn't you rather be corrected? And Proverbs has so much to say about correction. It says, if you, if you aren't easily corrected, you're stupid. Some of the versions say, <laughs> you know, correction, if you think about it is a good thing. If you're going the wrong way, I don't want to keep going the wrong way. I want to be corrected. So yeah, as you open your heart to the father and trust him, you know, and again, you can't trust him if you don't know him and you can't know him without the Bible. And so, you know him. And that's really what my new book is about closer than you ever imagined is about knowing God. Mm 
because the more you know him, the more you know anything he tells you is only for your benefit, even if it's a correction. Absolutely. And, you know, I started this this walk a little bit late. So I want to be corrected ASAP because, you know, TikTok, time's a waste. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, I may, you know, let's fix it. Let's fix it and move on. I don't need to repeat mistakes over and over again. So I appreciate that you that you said that. Um, you know, especially, you know, these days, you know, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, lots going on, lots of craziness in the world. And we're living in really unprecedented times that no one could have predicted or imagined. Um, you know, I, I hear from a lot of, of folks that, that subscribe to my blog that are confused, they're scared, um, you know, they, they want answers, they want the truth. Um, you know, and, and my thinking is, you know, you gotta go to God, you know, you gotta go to his son, you know, and, and ask for forgiveness for whatever it is that you've done that's contributed to it, but also you go to him for comfort and peace and hope. Um, what, what would you say to the folks out there that are, that are struggling right now, that are feeling hopeless, that are, are scared about what's, what's coming up? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're right. We ha I have to go to the word every day because the stuff swirling all around us is all bad news. And none of it, the only place that's really truth is the word of God. You know what I mean? When you watch the news, you might be getting a grain of truth, but there's a lot of fake news out there. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just don't know what to believe anymore, except if you read the Bible. Right. You can believe it. You can, you know, God says several times in his word in Malachi, he says, I am the Lord. I change not. And in Hebrews, he said, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forever. There's just nothing else you can say that about. Everything is changing and all the, you know, sands of, uh, you know, everything is moving and changing all around us and you never know what to believe. But the word is like the man. And it says this in the Gospels, the man who builds his house on the rock. And when the storms come, which, yes, amen, we're in the middle of a storm right now. Mm -hmm. Your house is built on something solid, something that's never going to change, some a firm foundation. And that's God, of course. And so, yeah, I mean, I have to go there every day mm -hmm. and remind myself, no, this is truth. This is what God says. I am going to overcome. He does always cause me to triumph. He is working all things together for my good. And that gets my faith back on in the right place instead of worried about what to do. You know, he says so many times in his word, don't worry. Right. I've got this. These things don't catch God by surprise like they've caught us. Mm. You know what I mean? He's made a way for us to triumph no matter what's going on all around us. And we just have to avail ourselves to what he has said. Well, absolutely. And and what's coming to, to mind right now is is where he talks about the sparrow and he cares so much about the little yes. sparrow. So how much more does he care about us who are created in his image? So, um, you know, again, the more we get to know who he is and, um, you know, trust him and, and, and be faithful, you know, the more blessings that we're going to, to be able to, to see. And, and you yes. speak a lot about that in, in your book, um, and, and I'd love for you to, you know, just tell the listeners right now a little bit about your, your latest book. You've written so many of them. I'm, I'm in awe. I'm only on my first one. So, uh, girl. <laughs> but please tell the listeners about your, your new book and where they can get it. 
Well, it is called Closer Than You Ever Imagined, Experiencing the Deep Relationship with God You Always Wanted. It's kind of a long title, but it does describe what it's about. You know, I started in writing this book because in Daniel, it says those who know their God will do exploits. You know, and God wants for us. He has a wonderful plan for our life, even in the midst of everything going on. He's got a plan for your life and he wants you to fulfill it even more than you do. And when and when you press into him and know him, you will do greater works, Jesus said, than I even did. You will do exploits for God. You know, you are on the winning side. I think so many times we get a victim mentality and we forget whose we are. Yes. You know, almighty God with the strong right hand, you know, he king of kings, Lord of lords, creator of the universe. We're on the winning side. Absolutely. And so I found that a lot of people used to have said to me over the years as I've been in ministry, Karen, I want to know what you know about God. I want to know him like you do. And, you know, I want what you have. And I'm like, well, you mm -hmm. technically already have what I have because Jesus is your Lord. But yeah. here, here are the steps you can do to get closer to him. Here are the reasons why you know you can approach the throne of grace with confidence and receive help in time of need. Because Jesus has made the way for you. You mm -hmm. are accepted in the beloved. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. And so the book is laid out in a way where you can just read you know, chapter by chapter and find out who you are and what's been given to you and, and how much God wants to be close to you and walk in that relationship with him. Mm. You know, I, I found it so, number one, so easy to read, um, which, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of time to read anymore, but, um, you know, when, sure. the, when the book flows as easily as yours does and, and is just a reminder on every page of, who I am, you know, in, in God's eyes. And I think that, like you said, it's, um, you know, it, it's, it's a great way to stay in faith, to follow the plan that God has for you. And when you're having a tough day to pick up that book and any page, like you said, you don't have to read it in order. You could pick up any chapter and just be reminded of how much God loves you and how much he wants to, to have a relationship with you. So thank you for writing it because it's been a blessing to me and I'm sure it's going to be a, a blessing to everyone who's, who's hearing the show right now. And, and where can they get it? Uh, you can get it on my website, KarenSalisbury.org. In fact, you can read the first part of the book for free. You can read the first part of all my books for free. Oh. KarenSalisbury.org. That's Salisbury like the steak. S-A-L-I-S-B-U-R-Y. <laughs> and um, yeah, you know, one of the things I really like about all my books is at the end of each chapter, I take the scriptures I used in that chapter and make declarations or confessions from them so that, you know, in a pinch. And I've been doing this lately, actually, picking up my own books and reading the chapters at the end because it's a scripture and a declaration, a scripture and a confession comes out of your own mouth. To me, it's kind of how you take a hold of what's been said for your own life. Mm. And we, we all need to do that. You know, God says there's power in our words and it's so easy to agree with what you see going on around you instead of remembering to say what God says, which is where the power is. So it's kind of a little tool for anybody who reads that book or any of the other books to mm -hmm. take hold of the word for themselves. Amen. And, and I think that's what we need to do is to speak God's word 
God's words about us out loud. Yes. And it's hard sometimes, especially when you're going through some something you're thinking, I I can't even think of a single scripture. I, 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 you know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't automatically come to your brain because you're so, you know, overwhelmed by the circumstances. And that's why I wrote them down. Even I just grab a hold of them and start saying it. You kind of school yourself back into faith. Absolutely. Because, you know, we've gotten so used to saying the, the bad things about ourselves, but now, you know, it's, it's time to say the good things about ourselves and declare who and about the world and about God's good plan. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's wonderful, Karen. Thank you so much for being on the show today. You've been a great guest. I, you know, always love talking to you and and remember quite fondly our, our Facebook Live last year. So, yes, we are technological whizzes, aren't we? Yes, we are. We are. We are. So I hope that everyone was blessed by Karen's message today. And, and if you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, go to her website, karensalisbury.org. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I look forward to talking to you again next week on another episode of Elevate the Day. Be sure to sign up for my weekly newsletter by going to elevattheday.com and pick up a copy of my latest book, Finding God, Finding Me on Amazon. So until next week, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you, everyone. Have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Elevate the Day. I welcome your feedback and ideas for future shows. Just click on the comments and who knows, maybe your idea will turn into a future Elevate the Day episode. My new book, Finding God, Finding Me, is now available on Amazon in ebook or paperback. This is the story of my life and the transformation that God did in me. Don't forget to sign up for the Elevate the Day newsletter at elevattheday.com and be sure to follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Have a blessed day.